0: You're listening to an Artsman interview, and in the studio today we have Rhonda Birchmore, who is an entertainment and performer who's been performing since the age of two, which is an incredibly long time. How you doing, Rhonda?
1: I'm pretty good at the age of two, yes, and it was two, yes, I'm good.
0: What were you doing at two?
1: I was doing um, my older sister, Michelle, she, she used to go to dance class, and even though I was a couple of years younger and two, I mean, she was a big <laughs> starter at four and a half, I was physically the same size as the five-year-old, oh, so yeah. I could... And I could do the steps, so the, the teacher decided to put me in the concert and I made my debut uh, doing the campdown races, do da do da day <laughs> as a jockey at two and a half. Yes.
0: Do you remember doing it or
1: I actually remember I have glimpses of just me never wanting to leave the stage. All the rest of the trip kind of filed off and I was enjoying the you've stuck to the, it. The, the laugh <laughs> and the yeah the,
0: You stuck yeah. to it all this time. Uh, um.
1: yes, long time. <laughs> we still haven't wanted to leave the stage, yeah. That's so, right. Yeah. Well, I still, you know, I, it's it's one of those things that some people, you know, it's if it's in your blood, I, I guess I've kind of proved that it might well be.
0: <laughs> so Art Centre Melbourne is currently running a program called Morning Melodies, uh, where a bunch of different performers have their own shows on. And you have your own show. Yes. Um, which I think it's just titled Morning Melodies, Rhonda Birchmore. Something yeah, along those lines.
1: They do it so well. It's massive down there. They have about 2,000 people per concert. And mm. uh, it's Rhonda Birchmore with the Australian Youth Band. Okay. So the point of difference to the other people... People like Marina Pryor and Teddy Tahoe Rhodes and all sorts of people, they do one of these concerts a month and I'm the ambassador for the Australian Youth Band, which are musicians in anywhere from 13, 14 years old to about 22. So I've got between 50 and 80 musicians that day playing in the concert hall, which is a, an absolute thrill for them. Yeah, fantastic.
0: fantastic. Um, so what is Modern Melodies about?
1: Well, it's usually a very affordable uh, concert in the in the day. I think the first concert, it may be at 11 o'clock or something like that, and then there's another one at one thirty. The seniors pretty much get a pretty good deal, and they love these concerts because it's very um, middle of the road, like in, in terms of material. It's it's very uh, you know public friendly, and they can usually hear tunes that they want to hear. And it's uh, the middle of the day; they can get home before dinner time. And uh, still and, cook. You know, <laughs> It's not necessarily yeah, it's still cook. And it's you know it's it, it, it's a wonderful thing that the arts centre do very well, they even get a cup of tea and a bicky at the end of it. But as I said, to attract uh, something. Uh, I usually sell out, but between, you know, nearly over 4,000 people will come and make an effort to hear live music and the concerts I'm bringing this year I mean, I think they're in retreat because usually to cut costs it's maybe just a piano or a guitar but as I said I've got an orchestra of up to 80 You're so prepared. it's, it's going to be a big sound.
0: So what's your more melody about Rhonda? Like well, separate to uh, the overall thing, or specifically? Uh,
1: well, well the overall thing is because of, of all these wonderful musicians and I know I've worked with them many times before and their styles but basically it's Broadway to like middle of the road, things like my Michael Buble to okay. ABBA, so a, a very general sort of thing, and they're doing a, an incredible uh, medley of Broadway hits from the movies as well, so it should be a, a great, great morning.
0: So do you have a morning melody, as in like a song in the morning that you love or, that or wake up, you up? Oh. Yeah, like an actual <laughs> like, morning melody. Morning, or if you get up morning.
1: and sing? Oh, I get up and sing every day. Now, so, yeah, do
0: depends. you have a personal favourite?
1: <laughs> I, I have a very big uh, standard poodle that uh, gives me a little uh, kiss when it's time to wake up mummy um, in bed. <laughs> But I don't. I usually it's not usually with a song, but usually a smile on my face. So, Good enough. but I, I do. I do sing around, and yeah, I do. Love a morning melody.
0: Well, at the moment, what are you what are you working on apart from the morning melody? You mentioned something about ABBA before.
1: Yeah, I know you're way too young, you guys, but Oh no, I lie, <laughs> listen I ABBA, listen all the time to ABBA. I Everything Transcends the Generations, really. Yeah. yeah. Abba's but,
0: in my playlist constantly.
1: Well you know, guys, where I was in just because I'm gonna say it, I was in the middle of Africa last week and uh doing a few concerts over there and you do your your songs and the one tune that gets people up. Tunes they, you know, if you do Waterloo or Dancing Queen and yeah. everyone's up at the end of the night. And I think that's an extraordinary uh, thing for ABBA when it's forty years since Molly Meldrum broke them here in Australia, and so I decided to go with my original partner from the stage show Mamma Mia, Lara Mulcahy, <coughs> to do my own little tribute to ABBA, but with our own story bit, and the, and the and and, and it's called ABBA Absolutely Fabulous, <laughs> and it is like Joanna Lumley, AB Fab, kind of those girls, but like ourselves meet ABBA, and it's kind of oh we didn't get to go to the concert forty years ago, so we are going to. Really Create that moment, and I'm kind of more the Frida, and she's the Enyetta or Anna Fried because she's quite short and. <laughs> No, no. She's, she's as short and uh, round as I am tall and long. So uh, it's a, a very uh, funny, you know, uh, physical comedy as well as injecting all those great songs.
0: Fantastic. So when's that in Melbourne?
1: Yes, all you lovely people, please come and support me because I'm producing it and you know what that's like. Uh, 20th of May at Palms Crown and it's all ages welcome, which is Wonderful. fantastic.
0: Um, Do you have anything else that you're working on apart from that?
1: Um, Yeah, there's lots of things. I mean, I, I continually do concerts, whether it's with got some things with the Canberra Symphony and you know, I do a lot of corporate, I do a lot of charity things and you, you kind of adapt what you have and whether it's with, you know, two out playing a grand piano and myself or or two big Broadway, you know 60 bass orchestra or, you know you, you adapt to whatever you or hosting things, all sorts of things this year. So
0: going back in time a little, did you did you always want to be in the performance industry? I know you were in from the age of two, but did that was that always something that you wanted to do?
1: Yeah, I, I did digress for a moment and became a school teacher. How did that go? Well, you know, well, but I was a bit bored yeah you know I did I went to uni did all that and graduated taught for a while and then I thought yeah I'll do that because dad thinks it's you know stability but the opportunity to do a show they're playing our song with John Waters and Jan- Jackie Weaver I all, I kind of secretly auditioned and got the job and then I, when I got the contract I said okay dad we'll put the teaching on hold and I've never taught in my I've been employed which is very lucky That it's a really tough industry yeah. to sustain any kind <coughs> of entertainment industry it's not like you know you do as a doctor or a lawyer or something you get a certificate you or uh, your musician you're just as kind of good as your last gig and you just have to keep plugging away at it because Moving you it's you know you've got to be motivated to keep Doing stuff and and I still am, which is a good thing. You probably get asked this all the time. Like, is is there some sort of secret that you've stumbled upon, having been you know staying in this business as long as you have? <laughs> it's <been> like Benjamin <laughs> Franklin. Yeah. Yeah. is that Benjamin Bowie? Was the guy that was 105 and he oh, knows? Benjamin, but-, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, aging backwards.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, no. I you know it's no secret I mean my, my advice to, to young um, students you know coming up working is to not to pigeonhole yourself in any particular area like do, just don't kind of say oh well I'm a jazz singer or I'm an opera singer or uh, I I put my finger in a lot of pies and so you know you can't always be waiting on the phone for a job or, or, or you might get a musical or but you know there might be like for example when I started there was all those musicals with like Marina Pryor and the the, the female soprano type of thing in you know sound of music or the phantom of the opera all those roles there was nothing in any of those that would I would suit and I so I kind of you you then go on and go well I can't do that that's not going to be available so I might do jazz music and so I did gigs there and then I recorded so I guess where I'm coming from is like if I'm not got a you know a, a long show or something I kind of go well I, I think I'll, I'll create my own project and whether it be film telly I don't know and, and it's just a drive I think some people I guess call it ambition and I think that's good because you you need to, to survive the industry that we're in.
0: Do you have a favourite performance that you've done over all these years? There's
1: many, you know. You know, I loved working with Lara. That was the easiest job in Mamma Mia because I was just a dag and just went from the dressing room onto stage and kept laughing and <laughs> doing dreadful jokes and kind of bit it into... Was it uh, Tanya that you played? Sorry, I in played Mia, yeah. play Tanya. You know, it wasn't the pressure of the, the big role, but it, it's one of those things, because we were like the offsiders, we got the, the comedy and the payoff from the audience, you know. But in terms of shows, I mean, I love doing Hot Shoe Shuffle with the seven tap brothers. The was written for for me with David Atkins and these seven amazing tap dancing boys and that got us to London and of course I guess the highlight acting and singing wise for me was to play the witch in Mm. Into the Woods and I what an incredible role and musically doesn't get better than Sondheim so yeah for sure, The Witch.
0: Fantastic. When it comes to acting, you've done both theatre and film. Is there a major difference for you and of course you'd probably have a preference?
1: Uh, I, I do. I mean, I'm, I'm more at home with the live media because that's what I've always done, but I am intrigued with film. I did a little project called Lola with James Carroll last year, which was kind of this horror techno, I don't know what it was, it was like American horror story, but I really enjoyed the experience and that was with the students down at Melbourne Uni and, and just extraordinary the passion that those kids have and you see, I mean I've been around long enough to, you you see the work and you go, this boy and James and and, you know the guys there have got so much future and talent and you want to support them and and I also, uh, I did a movie a few years before that called The Wedding Party with Steve Bisley and Tim Lawson, I I like that I'd like to do more for sure, Uh, it's one of those things here in Australia we're kind of very often pigeonholed into what people think you should do and that's why I accepted those two form projects because they were completely different to anything I'd done on stage Another musical film as well, so yeah, yeah I guess that's. A, a, uh, hmm. Well, I I'd, I'd love to, you know, What i I'd love to. You know, you you think of the success of La La Land, and mm-hmm. yeah, I'd love to do something like that. You know, I mm-hmm. I just hope that kind of triggers more people to to look at music and and film. So.
0: Future-wise, Rhonda, where do you see yourself in ten years, or, in, or what do you want to be doing in the next ten? Oh, in
1: ten now? years, which is uh, quite a long time. That's quite a long time. I um, I have no intention of stopping what I'm doing. You know, some people in their careers, I suppose, get to a certain age and they go, "Well, I'm going to retire now," or "I just hate it so much, I don't never hmm. want to." I have, I'm one of those people, I guess. Like you know, you look at people like uh, Bette Midler or Cher or Tina Turner, all those ones that still doing. As long as I'm still doing it well. I think there would be nothing worse than, you know, you sometimes see people that go, oh, well, why didn't you just stop doing that 10 years ago? I think as long as I can, um, I'm probably singing better now than I've done ever done. It's one of those muscles that you keep using and I love. And, and the more you learn, the more you do. You know, I, I I don't put an age thing on anything. Mind you, you know, you have to be realistic in terms of the roles that you can go for, but there's still quite a lot of shows, be it, you know, on my bucket list is to do Norma Desmond and Sunset Boulevard. But, you know, you just got Got to find someone to produce it. But in the meantime, I kind of find other projects that I want to do, and kind of go, "Oh, that's an idea. Let's go with that."
0: So, just to wrap up, why should people come see uh, modern Melodies, your show specifically?
1: People should come to see For my you, show right? <laughs> because I deliver the goods. Uh, I, uh, you know, I've got a pretty good record down there in terms of uh, uh, I'm very, you know, GP in terms of I relate to the audience. Great songs, as I said, I've got uh, this wonderful big band of young musicians. And I think, you know, they are so excited and I get energy from that when you, you have a 13-year-old playing the flute in, in a big band in the concert hall. Acoustically, it's probably the best venue in Melbourne to, to be playing. I'm just excited and I love that you, you see the faces on the, the patrons, that they, they are so excited. And mind you, I, you know, I, I know I said earlier that that's for seniors, it's for everyone, you know. Yeah. It's just that that's kind of, that's why the price is very, very affordable and you get a biki and cup of tea.
0: So um, Ronda's show will be on April Third at 11 a.m. and 1:30 p.m. Yep, at Hammer Hall. And more information and ticket prices and all that can be found out on artsmelbourne.com Yeah,
1: you better book in quick too because I, so d- I know, they know they sell also, uh, out very well. And also, Hamish, you remember that the one that I'm producing because it's not the Arts Centre, it's just little old me is uh, the 20th of May at crown the palms so oh, that's, that's the other one that's the, that's the absolutely <laughs> fabulous if you go to my website www.rondabirchmore.com uh, all details there and and other upcoming things that you probably i don't even just know just, that just I'm stay doing. in the know with ronda get in the know help me ronda
0: <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much Rhonda, for coming my thank pleasure you, Rhonda. thank
1: you guys thank you